today we are here with Steven. Hi, I'm Muggle, Muggle and Khakis, and we're here with Potter Kid. Hi. Hi. All right, so I'm just going to start, Danny. You know what? Sorry. I'm just going to take us already out of order here. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today because I love, first of all, I love your energy. I, you know, through through your mom's social media for a while and now through your YouTube channel, I've, we've gotten to know you a little bit through Magic from Home Con and all these things. And you, yeah. you are just so fun. And so I'm very excited that you're here today. So thank you for taking time out of a very busy Saturday of pottering to potter with us. Yes, very busy Saturday. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm, this is going to be a lot of fun, for sure. So let's start off with why don't you tell us your house, your Patronus, and your favorite character. So my house is Ravenclaw. My Patronus is a King Cobra. And my favorite character is Luna. For sure. Luna for sure. Ginny is a second. How come Luna is your favorite? What is it about Luna that you love? I like Luna because she's she's really quirky. She's Ravenclaw, <laughs> like me. And she's she's very aware, even though she doesn't seem like it. She also believes in magical things, some of which do not exist in a magical world. And I think she's she's very dorky. I'm just going to... So the listeners only get the audio in their ears. They don't see what we're seeing. Um, if the listeners do want to get a little bit of the backdrop of what we're seeing, go check out Potter Kid Reads on Instagram. Go check out Potter Kid on YouTube. Um, yeah, go check me I'm, out. I'm a little disappointed. There's no Dimitri. There's no Sherman. Um, oh, I guess. Do you want me to go get them? No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um, so how... I'm 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 really curious. How did Harry Potter become a thing in your life? Like how because I love everything you're doing, but like I've only like been on a podcast or been like in the Harry Potter like kind of friend fan space for like a couple years. So there was like a 20 something year part of my life where I didn't get to do all this. And so I'm so jealous that you get to do this from such a young age. So how <laughs> how did Harry Potter become a thing for you? So Harry Potter got started for me in the summer of second grade. I um I loved reading, but I kept running out of books as I am still doing now with my book stack. Um <laughs> and mom thought that I would like Harry Potter. But I wasn't so sure. She kept like bumping me in the head like Dumbledore's cups for the Dursleys until I started reading. I'm I'm kidding. She read me the first chapter of Sorcerer's Stone, and I said, oh, fine, give it to me. (laughs) And then I read the whole day, upside down, in the hammock and on the couch. Probably the most memorable moment of the first book is when I turned the page to the man with two faces, and I yelled, I knew it was Snape! (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was, that's, that's the start of Harry Potter, and then I just kind of kept going with it. From there, I know there's been a lot of time, and you've mm-hmm. obviously started collecting. I know I've seen oh, quite yeah. a collection from you. Oh, yes. 
from there, how do you go from just starting to read the books to deciding that a YouTube channel was something you wanted to do? So jumping from the first book to the third book. On the third book, mom asked me, what do I do when I was finished with the series? And my response was, I'll obliviate myself and start over. <laughs> and that is very, very funny. And, oh my goodness. It's just... While you're collecting your thoughts, I will say, yeah. I usually am very comfortable knowing that I'm the funniest person we ever have on this <laughs> podcast. Like, Danny, I love you, but not not your lane. Uh, I know I've got you. <laughs> I might be outbested today. I think so. Yeah. Wow. So from that, I've just been completely hooked on the series. By the time I ended the seventh book in the summer of fourth grade, I, oh my goodness. I have just been on a roll rereading the books once every summer. And I'm now on my fourth read through and I'm on the fifth book. And I'm just still going. I still haven't learned how to obliviate though, sadly. Yeah, look, Danny is working on making me a time turner and she's been working on that for years now and hasn't really gotten too far. So maybe the two of you can just get together and, and see what you can come up with and maybe <laughs> magic will get will get figured out. We can figure it out. The, the, the YouTube channel, it started, um, I always liked Zoom and like video chats and wizard con chats and podcast chats and anything that had to do with interacting with other Potter fans or like cosplay chats or anything like that. And then... I also really, I'm very creative. I love entertaining people and performing and interacting with anybody about Harry Potter because I'm a quirky Ravenclaw and that is what I do best. So I know that mom is just off screen here. Mom, if you could just lend your voice, I'm curious. Has he always been a little entertainer? Like, has he always been like this amazing you know version of Potter Kid who I see in front of me today? Yeah, he actually always has been an entertainer ever since he was really small. He started talking actually when he was about 10 months old and we would go to, um, I was carrying him in like a front pack on my body and we would go to stores and he would say, hello, hello, or he would say, excuse me, when we were walking by people, and it freaked them out because he was a tiny bald head baby that would talk to them. <laughs> um, so, yes, like ever since he was very small, he's been really into performing and interacting with people. Um, he did dance for a long time. A and long time. Yeah, he really enjoyed doing dance. Now he does a karate demonstration team that's like flips and tricks and weapons. And all sorts of flips. It's so fun. Yeah, so that's kind of been the way that it's gone for the performing is he does that. Um, and he loves to be on camera. He likes to sing. He's been like the main character in Percussion. some of the school musicals. Oh, I saw, I saw drums in what you yeah. did a little thing yeah, in your room for one of the videos. Yeah, there's drums like embedded on the wall, which is very Yeah, cool. he, plays, he plays a lot of <laughs> percussion. Um, I actually do the, um, what was it, Hedwig's theme on Marimba and Belkit. So 
That's yeah, fun. Why not? Sure. <laughs> yes, why not? <laughs> so yeah, I I got him really hooked. I guess started on the Harry Potter books, just like he described. Um, because he, I think the world just captured his creative imagination and all the detail and the magic. And he really loved the first book to start with and related to it. Um, he was talking about Luna and. When he was in second grade, he wore like, you can see he's wearing leggings right now and wild socks. And he's always <laughs> dressed like that. And oh, yes. he he got kind of, you know, bullied in second grade for wearing wild Mostly clothes, first, first and second grade, wild clothes and pink and, you know, eccentric kinds of things. Um, so he... Um, yeah, I think he, I just thought he would really identify with the idea of the cover under the stairs and being magical and those those kinds of things. So I think that's one of the reasons he got really hooked on the story. And he, as you can see, like he loves facts and um, all kinds of just trivia knowledge. And Harry Potter is great for that. And yeah, it also has a great fan community, which I think he also really enjoys. What are you also looking for? <laughs> He's asking me for his spec to spec, so I don't know where they are. Yeah, we also didn't start the episode <laughs> taking those off so we could begin. Well, there's, I was so thrown off. No dimension, <laughs> no specs. It's crazy. I know, but I just like pop up. Yeah, that one was fun. <laughs> we um, had this. Yeah, and he's always really liked to do, I don't know. He's always liked to yeah. do voices and oh, yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah, one of my favorite Luna quotes I do. Um, Being different isn't always a bad thing. It just means you're brave enough to be yourself. I like doing this. Yeah. So, <laughs> how about how about this? Because I know Luna is your favorite character, and I know yeah. you love Ginny too. And Ginny's great. We we, we love book Ginny on this podcast. Yes, book Ginny. When you're reading through the books, like who are some of the other characters, or what? Are, like what are some of the chapters? Like the like the whether it's Hogwarts or the Burrow. Like where, like, where are the places you love reading about or the characters you love reading about the most? I absolutely love reading Quidditch because I can just see it in my mind, and it's amazing. And, oh, my gosh. Um, I actually came up with my intro idea while reading a chapter for, from Prisoner of Azkaban for Queen City Mischief and Magic. So, yeah. I go, I'm Harry, Harry Potter. And this is Potter Kids. Now drop this rotty British accent so we can get on with the show. <laughs> Drops accent. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun for me. I love doing that. Um, my favorite book... It started out as the first book for a really long time, but on my third read-through, it changed to the fifth book. The first book was my favorite when I was, like, smaller and younger, when I was more interested in the super fantasy world because it's so magical, and I really identified with Harry. And then as the books went on, um, they got weirder and cooler and I actually hated the fifth book when I read through them the first time it was my least favorite one and I was my favorite I now like the fifth book because it's the breaking point of the series it goes from magic sunshine lollipops and rainbows to we're all gonna die 
really fast. And I like that. And like Voldemort just returned. And the best part about it is there's lots of Luna moments. Also, what? I hate him. She's my least favorite character. But she does give them a real sense of purpose. I've got to ask, what grade are you going into this fall? Seventh. <sighs> oh my goodness. I'm a second year at Hogwarts. There was so much nuance and like actual intellectual thought in that answer. And I love it. I absolutely love it. That is great. That's the type <laughs> I was. I, don't, I didn't know Danny like 40 years ago when she was in like seventh grade. But I think that's the type of kid she had to have been. Oh, that is incredible. Oh, that is great. I think like you've like articulated your reasons better than half the adults we've had on this show. And no shots <laughs> at any of those adults. Not we at love all. all of those adults. But wow, that was incredible. Oh, like there's no question of your Ravenclaw status. <laughs> That's like one page of my notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so with your YouTube channel, where do you want to see that become? Like what is your goals for that? So my goal is probably, I have three, I have two goals. Um, my first goal is to get old and new Potter fans into things they didn't know existed. And to make my book stack smaller because I am running out of space in our living room. And I need to return books to the library. Or Madame Pince is going to kill me. So that is my goals. And I just really like entertaining people. It's fun for me. Yeah, I think one of my, I, I could honestly probably spend a solid hour going through each of the videos that you've put up so far and talking about what I love about them. <laughs> uh, there was, I, oh, I, I'm gonna, I can't remember the exact line now, but there was one where you were like, yeah, that's it. Like, it was just apropos of nothing. You were talking about something Harry Potter and you're like, yep, nope, you're done. It, it was something, it was like, I forget. I'm, I'm bummed. Oh yeah, I was talking about Curse Child. I was like, in the character compendium, characters from this place, this place, this place, and Cursed Child, which nobody likes. <laughs> it's just like you have you have such good comedic timing, which is incredible um, for any it person of any age. <laughs> I'm curious who I, one of the things I love the most is when there's all the little words that pop up throughout the video. Like it yes. took me about half an hour, and then the chorus says 45 minutes. Um, yeah. How, so how do, you, how do you and your, I'm assuming it's your mom helping you with this because, well, you gave her a shout out. Um, how do you and your mom come up with all these fun different edits and, and the production process? I actually do all the editing. You myself. do all the editing? Yeah. Oh, I don't, <laughs> she does, like, the promotions. I do, like, all the editing and filming and stuff. Oh, God. So <laughs> He's going to need to hire you as a teacher. We we did an episode, the listeners will recall this, with Oliver, uh, who runs Oliver's Brighton, the really cool Harry Potter shop in Brighton, England. And towards the end of that podcast, I had a bit of a meltdown because he's only a couple years older than I am, and I felt so horribly unaccomplished with my life. Um, and here I am, significantly older than you, and you are more capable of doing Harry Potter digital media <laughs> than I could ever hope to be. Oh... All right, Danny, 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 take it away. All right. So I noticed one of the things I have seen a lot from postings this summer is your book pile. Oh, yes. Do you know how many books you've gone through at this point? I'm actually not going to tell you that because (laughs) something is going to come up in my videos and on my Instagram soon. 
All right. Well, we'll keep that? an eye out for that. What about it's going to be a contest? So I can't tell anybody oh, the answer. We're okay <laughs> with that. What about out of the books you've read outside of Harry Potter? Which have been your favorite this summer? Mysterious Benedict Society, Out of the Park, for sure. The Mysterious Benedict Society, absolutely. That and the Mr. Lemoncello's Library series, those are probably my favorites, Out of the Park. No, I know a lot of people probably love to have some book recommendations. (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, I actually stayed up. I pulled two all-nighters in the Mysterious Benedict Society trilogy because those books, like, there's J.K. Rowling level cliffhangers on every single chapter. And, oh, my gosh, it is so annoying. But And I love it. <laughs> Part of the reason that we started this channel, too, um, that he decided to do it, is we had posted a picture of his book stack on the Weasley's Whimsical World of Harry Potter. And it got like over 2,000 likes and so many people were commenting, asking him for book recommendations. And I thought, I can't respond to all of these. We And so I talked to him and he was like, well, maybe I should just do book recommendations. <laughs> and he talked, he talked about starting a channel before. And I said to him, I don't know, that's a lot of work. I, you know, it seems like a big commitment. I don't know about putting you on YouTube. <laughs> So I gave him, let's do it. Come on. (laughs) I gave him this challenge of, I said, well, why don't you just like write down some episodes you would do and the goals for your channel. Yeah. You were like, you're doing that. And you were like thinking that I wouldn't do it. And now here I am with my Hogwarts notebook and like six pages of that. Yeah. In like 30 minutes. So that was a fail. He wrote down all of that stuff (laughs) one night. It was like, here, here's my list of all the things I want to do. Yeah, there's tons of them. So, yeah, so that's kind of how the whole YouTube channel thing started. But he also, he hasn't talked about yet, and you could um, rewind to put some of this in. But he got so into Harry Potter after reading the books that we started with doing a 10th birthday party for him here. And then for his 11th birthday, I'll let you tell him what we did for that. And that kind of, like, sealed the deal of him being a super Potter fan. Oh, it definitely did. On Christmas, I got my Hogwarts letter and my plane ticket to Universal for my 11th birthday. And then I got a pop calendar. And on the lap, and it was like counting down the days until I go to Universal. And I have all of my pops hanging over there. Like, there's tons of them. The, the Luna one is, that's one of them I pulled out just for the video. So. So tell us all about your trip to Universal. I know that you couldn't have too much butter beer. God forbid we end up like Winky. <laughs> but tell me all about the trip. Tell me your favorite things, your the rides, the food, everything. Oh, it was so amazing. Um, wow. Like there the first picture of me at Universal was me just standing at the front gate. I couldn't keep a straight face if you paid me ten hundred thousand dollars. Like I was just I could not stop smiling. It was so awesome. It was amazing. It was just literally like my brain put into a place that I can see. And I just, wow. And 
my favorite my favorite ride was definitely the Gringotts ride. It was the what was it the Escape. Escape from Gringotts ride? Yeah. Um, my least favorite ride there. Oh my gosh, I'm never going on the Hogwarts Castle ride again. Get me out of here now. Why? I. Oh my goodness. Was it because of the super terrifying spiders? It was the spiders, and I hated just like no the Dementors. The Dementors are what really got me. I. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because I, the only time I read to get my book stack is at night, and it does it doesn't agree with me. I legitimately, the second book is my least favorite book, not because it's bad. I actually really like it, but because it creeps me out so much. Now. Like, I'm not usually afraid of, like, spiders and snakes and stuff. Like, those things don't scare me. But if I'm at night, I know the basilisk can't fit into my room and it's not going to just come busting in my door. But, oh my goodness, Aragog could literally, like, his children running through the door. I mean, dear gosh, no. You're freaking Steven out. (laughs) He can't handle you talking (laughs) about the spiders. (laughs) That's why I hate the Chamber of Secrets. Uh Uh-huh. And and the Castle Ride. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I also don't like getting too close to the Whomping Willow. That's, mm, mm. Well, imagine. I like the uh, concept. Imagine (laughs) if you were, like, six foot three let's just pick a hypothetical height and you're on that same ride and the whopping willow is coming crashing at you and you already have an irrational fear that because you're so tall you're going to get hit like on these rides that's super scary (laughs) yeah i don't like the word i think the worst part those three parts the dementors um your leg almost getting eaten by freaking aragog Mm-hmm. And then the Whomping Willow almost knocking your face out of place. Like, whoa. I will say, I will say, some of my favorite memories from the Wizarding World actually are because of that ride. When, when uh, Danny, you, Lex, and I, I didn't ride at the end because I wanted to hold all your things, but we were there at the parks back in January. Yeah, whatever excuse I had to use. Um, and it was like right before the parks closed and it was our friend Lex's very first time at the park. Oh man. Um, and she wanted to ride it one more time. So we raced across the park. Like we sprinted. Yeah. We got uh, off the train and like ran all the way to the castle ride. Oh that was man. Really nice. Spiders and all. Ugh. Oh yes. <laughs> Were there any favorite shops or things that you uh, saw in the wizarding world? Absolutely. Um, Jeez. It's so hard, though. They're all so awesome. Um, I loved Ollivander's. Um, Since I was there for my 11th birthday, we got in there and we were, like, watching the wand ceremony. Then it stopped, and we wanted to get a picture with the Ollivander cosplay guy. And we asked him for a picture. And Mom, like, just casually told him that it was my birthday. And do you know what he did? What? He told his assistant to shut the door and gave me a private wand ceremony. Nice. Yeah. Sadly, mom didn't get the recording, but <laughs> it was perfect. This is this is the wand that I got. It's a custom wand that I got. It's awesome. It is, um, what was it? I think it was Reed, Dragon Heartstring, 12 inches. 
So, yeah, really awesome. I think it's modeled after Fred Weasley's run from my one collection book. It's out there on my stack somewhere, probably right in the middle. No way I'm getting it out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is one is amazing. But one more thing about Luna. Um, I think what really told me that this was like the rendition of me in the Harry Potter world was when I opened my very first mystery wand box. And this is the one that I got out of it. I got, I pulled Luna's wand and I was like, that settles it. This is my favorite character ever. (laughs) (laughs) And the first time we met you, you were dressed up as Luna. If I remember correctly at magic from home con, you had the spectra specs and you had, I don't know what they're called, but the gloves that are missing the fingers and yeah. Fingerless gloves. Is that really? They're just called fingerless gloves? They're called fingerless gloves. <laughs> okay. Well, I uh, I assumed there was a fancier yes, name. Are. All right. Not that I know of, at least. One of my other favorite, like, fan moments was the times I've gone to Ironton Wizard Fest. It is amazing. If you saw the Butterbeer video that I did, I actually used an Ironton Wizard Fest cup for my Butterbeer because it was clear so you could see the drink. And, um... I've gone to that twice and the second time I met Chris Rankin there which was amazing like that was that has to be one of the best experiences of my life and it was even cooler because he had commented on the tweet of my Niffler and a Christmas tree video oh have you seen that one I have not seen that one. Oh my goodness. Tell them what it is. Oh, it's probably, I actually, it's a parody of the 12 days of Christmas, but magical beasts. I did it a few years back. It was, it's so funny. It's like, what was my first one? The Florida Christmas tree. Oh yeah. It was like, yeah. Instead of, I would replace each one with a different magical beast and i was (laughs) i can give you like a little preview if you would like but i would like okay i would would very much like on the first day of christmas commander gave to me a nippler in the christmas tree that (laughs) is a great teaser danny will be sure to include any links or information of how to find that when she releases yes. this episode. We're definitely going to check that out. Um, it's wait, awesome. We, That's got to be the most viewed video that we have ever posted. It was almost like, it was almost 15,000 on Twitter. And Chris saw it and I remembered you. And Chris saw it. And he actually remembered when I came, when I was the next in line, he noticed me, and I told him that that's who I was, and he was like, oh my gosh, I remember that, and I was like, yes! <laughs> that's really cool. That was so cool. And this year with your music. Which one? This year, um, I was going to tell him, get him to tell you about, too, this year, the other thing we did, and I just kind of followed along with the things that he really loved. Um, yeah, I'd start so- talking. That's how I found Iron Town Wizard Fest, and I took him to do that. And then we great. did the magical birthday at Wizarding World of Harry Potter. 
Um, and then this year, our really fun thing that we did in the spring, which I'm so glad that we followed through with it and did it, was we went to one of the Cine concerts. Oh my gosh. Talk about. It was awesome. We went to Prisoner of Azkaban in concert. Ooh, that's a good one. And that has to be one of the most, that's definitely my favorite movie to date. I mean, I haven't finished watching the fourth one, but I know from all of the Super Combos videos that I have watched that I'm already not going to like it. You so, also watch Super got, Carlin like, Brothers? Of course I do. Oh my like, goodness. Game over. Game over. <laughs> uh, some of the other YouTubers I watch are Tessa and Brizzy, and I watch um, Simply Potter sometimes. Yeah, we don't look. Simply Potter. Nah. <laughs> He's lying. Brandy, I know so, you will never listen to this episode, but in case it gets back to you, know that I love you and I was joking. I love Super <laughs> Carlin Brothers. I love whenever they drop a new quiz. It's, I, I, a half hour where I can just nerd out on Harry Potter. Love it. Yes. One other thing about the Christopher Vascaban in concert. Oh my goodness. It was, I, I still can't believe how fun that was. It was so good. But um, the, everybody, everybody was cosplaying. It was so awesome. Like, you go around a corner and there's like a corridor. There's like 200 people in full wizard gear and it's legit. Also, they, fixture, they featured on like the loading screen for when it was, going to start they featured my picture of me and my full luna gear <laughs> and i love love those guys. i've seen three of them now four of them i think four of them sounds right but the first one i went to i was really worried because i was like well i'm going to the theater like i should i don't have to get dressed up all the way but like i should have like a nicer shirt and a tucked in shirt and all this stuff and I get there, and you're exactly right. Like everyone's in robes and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw Prisoner oh, of Azkaban this year. That's that one is my favorite movie, and sure. it's also my favorite music. So that one was really cool to see oh, at one of the Cine concerts because the music, like Buckbeak's Flight, is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's so cool. Um, do you love? Double Trouble. Oh, yes. Double Trouble. I've memorized that one. And then the Nigos music. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Had to pull that one out. All right, so I know you have like a 75-page research document over there of things that you might have wanted to cover. What else is on there that we didn't touch on today? I Did I get everything? I don't no. Um, We're not that good of podcast hosts. There's no way we got everything. I Hold on. I went mostly off of the questions that you gave to mom. Uh, let's see here. You could talk about your intro, like how you did uh, yeah. your, your little bit about your That's channel. really fun. We're actually getting a new iPad soon, and so I'm going to have to reanimate my intro. But that only took like half an hour, so it's cool. But it was really fun. I the basics of it are me writing Potter Kid and then the little lightning bolt 
emoji. And then I put it in a cool, like, text and font and make a little effect with it. And then I make it spin in. And then I hit a couple other buttons and make it, like, fall out in a cool way. And then the spells are, pro those are my, like, last edition. Mom thought they were a little bit too much at first, but I like them. They're funny. Um, those ones, I'd take a sticker that I think looks like the spell. And I think Reducto is pretty funny. I was thinking about just putting a different, like, spell. But then I thought, how funny would it be if I blew up my logo? <laughs> and I was like, that's a really good idea. I'm doing I have a muggle question. I'm super curious. What are your favorite classes in school? Oh, depends on the teacher. Mom off camera just said none. I just said none. I just said off camera none. Okay, it very much does depend on the teacher. I will give you that 10 times out of 10. And I also agree that none is, is an appropriate answer. Um, but My answer yeah. is I, lo I love math and science. Those are my things. I absolutely despise social studies, and I am okay with reading, but I will read my own thing. I don't like being told what to do. That's, That's how I was. <laughs> I, I like writing if I like the teacher. If I like the teacher and their teaching style, then I will be good at writing. If I do not like the teacher or their teaching style, then I will not do good in class. Like, that is how my brain works. That sounds very much like what I would say. Um, <laughs> yikes. Um, I also homeschooled this year, which was cool. I think it set me back a little bit, but I think that is okay, as I was pretty far ahead when I started homeschooling. <laughs> By that, I mean, like, eighth grade and pretty much everything. That's more or less where my math level is today. End. So end of fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took a, we kind of took a hiatus from school. He finished fifth grade and then this year in sixth grade, we just let him work on exploring things he wanted to explore. Um, and interestingly, besides the book stack that he has in the living room right now, he had actually already read over 150 books by Christmas um, homeschooling. So the ones you saw in the living room are just the ones since March, his stack. That's um, insane. That's, yeah. yeah that's so, very fun. so we just decided to kind of set him free this year and we kept up with his math skills um, and yes. then just let him read and do some things that he wanted to do. Um, so we're actually not sure what we're doing this year, but mm, we signed up for an <laughs> online curriculum, but we're not sure if we're going to do it or not. Well. We're being flexible. Yes. <laughs> As we all have to be. Yeah, I think this year is the year for getting flexible. <laughs> yep. All right, so I mean, I'm going gonna... <laughs> to give you a softball of a question here. Okay. How do you feel about the Fantastic Beast series so far? I'm going to throw that one right back at you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, will, I will gladly answer... After Go ahead. No, you first. Okay. <laughs> I thought I'd get you on that one. <laughs> I have both of the screenplays in my stack. Um, I like them. I think one thing they could have done is incorporate more beasts and make the story less about Dumbledore and more about Newt 
And I think they could have completely left out Credence. Yeah. But that that's my thoughts on it. I like Crimes of Grindelwald. That one was good. I think it didn't have enough newt in it, though. It's called Fantastic Beasts. And there is two scenes with the Nifflers. Yeah. And... Um, like, you know where I'm coming from? Like, yeah. This, like, the swooping evil was in the first one and, like, isn't in the second one at all. Yeah, like, where did that thing go? It's really cool. And sure, it saved them from a death potion, but what else is it useful for? I want to know. And, like, it's not in... I don't think I've seen it in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them book. Like, I don't think I've actually seen that one in there. Um, the Zoo isn't in there as well. Like, do I have that one over there? What are you looking for? The Fantastic Beasts book. I was going to see if I could look it up. Um, it's okay. okay. He's it's wanting probably to probably back in my stack now. He wants to fact check, but I think we put it back <laughs> in his stack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. I think I, I would say I, I was asked for my answer, Danny. Thank you very much. I would say <laughs> I think what I think what the movies I think the movies are overall like a good like like a B minus plus depending on how you feel about certain things, right? Like I love how beautiful the movies are. Like from like a cinematography oh, standpoint, yeah. gorgeous. I think what the movies suffer from is that there isn't an underlying kind of like actual book that they're, that they're taken from. Right. And so they're very much written to be Hollywood movies, which is a problem because that's how you get away from all the really cool beasts and newt and all that. And instead get straight yeah. double. We need to talk about Dumbledore. Um, so I agree. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see more of the beasts in a way that matters. Like, Oh, in crimes of Grindelwald, when they're at the circus and that thing, I don't even know what it is comes out of it looks like it comes out of the the barrel and like it pops its head out of the barrel it's right before uh, nagini does her little snake transfiguration yeah. thing and they're they're back kind of backstage back circus back tent i don't know they're they're behind you know they're they're not on stage and oh what danny what the heck is that called is it the grindelow or no 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 i was gonna say kappa, it, kappa. sure Whatever it is. It comes out of the bathtub yeah. and like has its head full. Yeah, that's a kappa. Yeah. So like you're introduced to this really cool looking beast and you're like, oh, this is about to become like an important part of like the story. And it's like, oh no, it's just kind of there for the sake of being there. Yeah. I totally get that. And then it just like cuts to some two people that are supposed to be part of the plot but feel like a weird subplot inside of a subplot, inside of what's supposed to be some sort of storyline. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> we we he, agree. He <laughs> loved, he actually loved the Crimes of Grindelwald yeah. movie when we saw it in the theater, the opening scene. I remember that. That was so funny. Grindelwald is like, like Voldemort. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Um, whoa, whoa. That, now we have to put an explicit content warning on this episode. That, <laughs> the, the the villain from Harry Potter is cool. Well, not, he's more like, well, he is, I guess he's cold-blooded, but in, in multiple ways. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, he can oh, kick some butt, but 
in the opening scene of a, of a hero's movie and you see the main villain kicking more butt than a villain did in an eight-part movie series in one scene, then you're like, this guy is overpowered and I love it. <laughs> that is, That's a really good point. Also, the Thestrals are awesome. I want to know if this is set before Harry Potter, then who in the presence of the Thestrals can see the Thestrals so that we can see the Thestrals if that makes any sense? I've said Thestrals too many times. That's actually a great point. How Does that make sense? Th- that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> I think people might have to play that back a few times to get what I was saying. But <laughs> I, I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. Because in the, in the original series, they, they do the whole clever trick of they're invisible and then you see them different yeah. perspective. But in the mo- in Crimes but, of Grindelwald, they're just there. Yeah, like, are these like a weird American variant of Thestrals? Or, well, I guess Grindelwald has probably seen death, but... I mean, it's, it's, it's debatable because, like, I mean, we know Luna can see Thestrals because of Pandora, and Harry can see Thestrals because of Cedric, and if you watch the Super Colin Brothers video about um, why Harry couldn't see Thestrals from the first book because of his parents' death, then that is what you need to do to explain it, because I think that makes perfect sense. Um, other than that, I'm not sure who, because they're the only character that you know the name of, even in the screenplay, there are two characters. There's Abernathy and Grindelwald, and one of them has to have, like, seen death to have seen the Thestrals so that we can see the Thestrals as a third-person perspective on what they're doing and how they're seeing the Thestrals. Well, Grindelwald did so we can... see Ariana. We, we know, if nothing else, Grindelwald saw Ariana's death. Yeah. All right, so there's a potential loophole that they might have gotten themselves there with, but either way, it's a very good point. <laughs> that was uh, I went on a little bit of a rant there. Like that's, that's all I do on this podcast, so... <laughs> He's not lying. You're fitting in perfect. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I have one more question, then Danny, I'm all out. Throw it uh, at me. Talk to me about Birdie Bot's beans, because that looked like a painful okay. experience. I have a 24-minute long video of me and my brother trying beans that I could not fit into the video, so I just did the flashback. I'm hoping to come out with that soon. Um, I might try and edit it today, although I'm, since the book review, I'm going to try and put that out tomorrow, then I'm going to have to film that today and do, maybe start editing, but I might be able to get that up like a little bit later tonight. Yeah, book reviews every Sunday is what I'm going to be consistent with, and sometime during the week there is going to be some kind of extra episode. The the birdie bots tasting was a little bit funny. At one point, I think I pulled out a Nerf gun. I'm not sure, though. (laughs) 
And we also were pillow fighting with these were little side pillows I have on my couch. We each had one of them. Where's the other one? And we were just like beating the crap out of each other with them. And it, I don't know how that started. He like slapped me. Because you gave him a booker flavor. I didn't give him it. He closed his eyes and picked it. I had nothing to do with that. Plausible <laughs> deniability, mom. <laughs> and so he like did that. And I said payback because last turn I had got the same bean. And so he hit me in the face with a pillow. And so I grabbed another pillow and like whacked him to death. And then for like five minutes, we were just hitting each other with pillows. <laughs> yeah, so the, the 24 minute video of them trying birdie bots while I was a conference call with work, I'm pretty much sure like they almost crashed our iPad. <laughs> so that's a separate episode of them trying yeah, birdie bots. A, I'm gonna pick a few parts that are just the like uh, the funniest ones and then i'm just gonna update upload that as a completely separate ep extended clip cut whatever you want to call it and <laughs> i'll i'll figure out what to do but yeah I, now that is what i have and that is what's happening yeah, and, and, and mom we can have a yeah. whole separate podcast on life with the entire family in the house during a global pandemic <laughs> yeah, it's been, that would be. it's been it's been challenging. We we have a pretty small uh, house. We live in like a three bre three bedroom ranch in a pretty rural small rural town. So we've had to definitely make our own fun um, and certainly learning to edit and do his YouTube channel and you know different things like that have been great for him. But we also do. He has a his brother and sister too that have their own you know their own pursuits and things that they do as well. I am now invisible. <laughs> I am no longer invisible. <laughs> oh my god. Danny, it's like looking at a different version of myself. It really is. <laughs> oh. Is my head blocking the nine and three quarters? No. Okay, just just checking because my head is the exact same size and perfect size to block it. Um yes. So another question. Mm-hmm. If you were at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Where would we find you most likely? Like, what place on in the castle or on the grounds would you be hanging out in the most? Like, Stevens probably in the kitchens. All right, Hufflepuff. Uh, hey, gotta eat. <laughs> um, you would find me. It depends on the day. If it's like, if it's rainy outside, I will be either like in the library or my dormitory or like practicing some sort of random spell. And <laughs> I would also be hanging out with all of my friends. And, or you, if it was like a sunny day and I wasn't the first year, so I wasn't as restricted, I would go out, I would set up some like crazy ninja parkour karate course out on the ground so that I could run with magic. And that would be, super awesome like i can make use of like the cushioning charm and the like all sorts of other stuff like the, there's a cushioning charm there's like can't you make like little like platforms in the air sometimes you can like raise up they like i could like jump off like a really high spot like on the castle summon like a platform like just start summoning like a platform just forward so i can just like run on a platform around in the air like just summoning charm after summoning charm after summoning charm. 
<laughs> I think that would be really funny. And that is something that you would probably find me doing. And you would also probably find, yes, I would be with all of my magical beasts. Because, oh my goodness, there are so many of them. And I love my nipplers. And Sherbert Lemon. <laughs> he is asleep. Sherbert Lemon is asleep in his cage over there. <laughs> yes, that's probably what you would find me doing at Hogwarts. So, yeah. Boom. One of the things we like to do on the podcast is we enjoy shouting out people that we like to follow. So I know you shouted some people out earlier. Are there any other people, Instagrammers, YouTubers, or anything that are Potter-related or even not that you enjoy their content? Something that I do. One of my aunts has a website. She does tons of art. Go Coastal. Um, She does tons of art. She does, like, custom Harry Potter art, all sorts of cool stuff. She did, like, a Quidditch one for me over there. And she actually drew these, and I did the coloring for them, these little pop guys, whatever they are. I know this one and my Luna one, but those are some of the things. I have other ones over, like, on my shelves. But she, like, she does a lot of drawing. Her nifflers are the funniest thing ever. Like, whoa, they're so funny. They're, like, little poof balls. Like, they're little poofy splotches of paint with, like, eyes and and nose and legs. And they're the cutest thing ever. Oh, my goodness. And then I have a few other ones. There's the Wizarding Whimsical World of Harry Potter group. That one. There's the um, Super Colin Brothers. Of course, you know them. And then the other ones I watch are Tessa, Brizzy, Simply Potter. Those are my main ones. Have you watched? He also watches a lot of Marvel. Yeah, I watch a lot of Marvel. I do like Screen Rant, CBR, and New Rock Stars are the ones I watch the most. Okay. And eventually in the book stack, I think we'll get some Marvel yes. crossover. Oh, we definitely will. Yeah. I have. Oh, boy. I'm excited for that. Amy, how about you? I have. So, Vera on Instagram at yourmagic.co. Um, they have a shop okay. opening towards the end of August. So, it looks like they have stickers and they have a lot of art. Well, photos from the Wizarding World, some book covers. So I'm interested to see what they come up with with their opening of their shop. And then this week I have two different shout outs. So first is to our good friend Gerald over at Dapper Minister of Magic. Uh, He should not be a new name to you if you're a frequent listener or returning listener of this podcast. Sometimes you just want to shout out someone for being a good guy. And you know what? He's a good guy and he deserves a good shout out. So Love you, Gerald. Hope you and your family are all doing well. And then the other shout out is about 27 minutes into recording today's episode. One of our good friends of the pod, Amy, released a new series of pins that she is about to start selling. Um, It's the Password series. So there are three portraits, one of Sir Cadigan, one of the Fat Lady, and one of the Fat Lady's portrait all ripped up. 
Um, and then she also is doing a series of like little kind of pins that are different passwords that are used throughout the series. So scurvy cur, baubles, capa draconis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can find those over at Witherwings Wares. Um, by the time we release the episode, I am sure they will already be uh, long sold out um, because when it comes to pins, Amy is the name in the Potter community for pins. And if she's selling something, people are going to buy it. So love the pins. Excited to give you more of my money, Amy. Uh, at this point, you have more of my money than I do. <laughs> so to close the episode here, why don't you remind our listeners one last time where they can find you on YouTube and Instagram? So if you're looking for me, my YouTube is Potter Kid, and my Instagram is at Potter Kid Reads. Wonderful. So look, I... It's, it's, I can't tell you how fun this has been for me. Um, from the moment you came on our screen during Magic from Home Con, what seems like seven years ago, but really was only like five months ago, you were just so full of energy and love for this series and, and, and you're fun to be around and fun to talk to. And, and it's, it's been a pleasure. I love your YouTube channel. I'm excited to keep watching that. So y'all be sure to subscribe. Um, <laughs> kind of like how I feel about Bose headphones and Dr. Pepper. I don't promote a product unless I truly believe in it. And I really do love what's going on, what's going on over at Potter kid. So um, thanks. Y'all be sure to check them out. And so to close, usually I just yell cut and that's how we end the episode. But seeing as you're here, I was hoping you could help us yeah, out with a little spell. <laughs> okay. So thanks for having me. This has been really fun. Ready? Knox. Wow.